Chapter Twenty One of Darkness and Daylight, or Lights and Shadows of New York Life. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Read by Bruce Peary. Darkness and Daylight, or Lights and Shadows of New York Life. Chapter Twenty One by Helen Campbell. Shantytown and its dwellers life among new york squatters characteristic scenes and incidents long ago in the days which the old new yorker recalls with an effort there was no central park the traveller uptown knew well the strange aspects of the dingy suburbs land rock hill and hollow alike bristling with shanties where the irishman reveled in all the dirt all the smells and all the barefoot freedom of his own native cabin they swarmed at every turn not a bush or tree but held its quota of family linen inflated by the free winds of the new country mongrel dogs contested place with the goats which browsed upon everything from a dandelion top to a battered coffee-pot or the brown paper that had wrapped pat's slice of bacon pigs lived in closest relation with the family and lent their voices to the chorus from geese and dogs cows lifted gentle incurious eyes to the passer-by and hens divided place with the mistress of the shanty and snatched the bread from the children's hands with a confidence born of long practice in spite of the fact that building goes on steadily that row after row of houses rise everywhere of all orders of pretension and general flimsiness of construction it remains a fact that hundreds of acres are still occupied by squatters and that a large portion of the green stuff consumed by new yorkers is grown as it were under their very eyes the old shantytown is fast disappearing before the builder and contractor the half-mile of space between sixty-second and seventy-second streets was most densely populated the bohemia of the poor to which the newly arrived emigrants of the lower order gravitated almost instinctively finding a city after their own hearts the investigator who regarded it simply as the capital of the kingdom of misrule soon found his mistake a certain order prevailed some houses were utterly squalid and repelled as thoroughly as their owners for some of the older ones sunshine and rain had worked their alchemy and brought out soft colors the scraps of which the buildings were made were as varied and capricious as the material of an oriole's nest no wonder that artists wandered here making surreptitious sketches or boldly bribing children to serve as temporary models for shantytown had a life and picturesqueness unknown and undreamed of by the reputable regions farther down for years shantytown retained its characteristics the early immigration swelling its numbers it was a sort of primary school in which some necessary lessons were learned most of the pupils passing speedily to a higher grade 
but many remained from pure love of the life looked down upon by their relatives in the tenement houses who regarded themselves as much nearer the aristocracy to which they were all in the end to come but cling as they might to the first quarters subtle changes were at work the children were taking on american characteristics studying in the public schools and unconsciously assimilating the new life with the first thought of central park a howl went up and there were louder ones as the thought found shape and the march of improvement took its course right through and over these swarming anthills of human life the progress was swift and certain like another red sea the park swallowed up its host and no man knew what fate befell the vanished thousands shantytown still has its representatives it is widely scattered but there is still a region given over to gardens cultivated chiefly by the successors of the first inhabitants who had little thought of this means of making a living the german with his patience and unending capacity for toil has come and with him miles upon miles of market gardens the houses have altered little save that they are often cleaner and that vines clamber over them and flowers are here and there there is an irish element still but the italian is added and in a cluster of shanties one may often distinguish the nationalities by the outward expression of the shanty itself the irishman likes whitewash hardly less well than the negro and he uses it not only for his house but for pigsty and anything else to which it can be conveniently applied from tree trunk to the stones about the door he accepts his ground as he finds it and has a fine eye for possibilities no two feet of his floor have the same grade and often a knob of laurentian gneiss shows its head in the middle of the shanty and is utilized as bench or table a shanty has been known to creep all over a rock and employ every jutting point as buttress or stay but it settles with equal facility in the hollows and has no objection to mud floors there are tenants whose life began here they played as babies in the same puddle contesting it with the geese seeking vainly to live up to the traditions of their ancestors and to make believe triumphantly that puddles are next best to ponds later the boy and girl carried the family pail to the pump together or went to and from school for such time as is allotted to fragments of education the girl has changed insensibly yet suddenly to woman the boy has become a truckman or day laborer but looks in of an evening to be assailed on his exit with old tin cans and jeers by the observant small boys of the neighborhood he does not mind nora has blushed and laughed and evaded till the last moment and then said an honest yes and he plans as he goes how they may have a house of their own and stay on in the old spot once he would have had free tenancy now the ground rent of a lot ranges from twenty-five to fifty dollars with always the chance of a sudden eviction the steam drill and derrick 
are tokens of coming change and no other warning is needed though there is a customary gift of five dollars to every householder compelled to sudden flight the shanty architect pleases his own fancy often he picks up the boards and outer fittings as he goes but any junk shop will supply him with as motley a collection as he likes the settlement is tolerably certain to have at least one such shop where strange accumulations may be seen in which the practised eye at once discerns all possibilities the squatter may choose to arrange his material in one of the depressions in the soil or perch upon a rock in the latter case he is more likely to feel the shock of blasts or to be forced to make way for the derrick one man clung to his eyrie long after such work had begun running out when a blast was announced and returning till a signal for the next one came holding his place till the rock was actually drilled from under him the junk shop provides all that can be needed for beginners old stove-pipe abounds and where it fails an ingenious tenant has been known to supply its place with pieces of drain-pipe acquired he does not say how a stove which has no objection to bricks for legs a bed and some odds and ends of chairs and tables all of which may make the interior appear squalid or inviting according to the characteristics of the mistress in many a shanty one sees that she has learned how to make the most and best of her possessions and to brighten the room with spotless white curtains and gay chromos traces of old days still linger yonder an old house yet stands on a hill with enormous willows here and there though the steam drill is ominously near a little further down are the ruins of an old dutch reformed church and in the graveyard are stones whose well-nigh illegible inscriptions testify to the surprising indifference of descendants of old families to these memorials of the past goats clamber at will over grave and stone and children play gathering flowers which spring from the dust of other children who once held their places wherever there is space and often where there is not geese are being fattened for market poultry dealers send them up here and expect a return of so many a week or month often the people own a flock which wanders at will trying puddles at various points and cackling loudly at strangers and confidentially among themselves hens abound and share the shanty and pigs as well but dogs are the chief feature and with the goats they front one at any and all points from which shantytown may be approached the big ones are the breadwinners the rag pickers and garbage men and women use them in small carts or they carry loads of truck they are mongrel in name and nature and bite at every opportunity to the secret joy of their owners who wish no intruders and who would fain shut out from shantyland all but themselves there is a pound also 
it is at the end of a long street of shanties and is run by an american who makes it his business to see that neither cows nor goats trespass for the former he has one dollar for the latter twenty-five cents if either are caught out of bounds and thus he earns a living and the cordial detestation of all shantytown wherever there is a patch of land that can be used a garden springs up it is germans who sow and weed and work in rain or shine alike laying the foundation of the prosperity that they are certain to secure they do not like visitors and with reason since they suspect in each one a real estate agent or some prying inspector sent by the board of health now and then one will talk but never till he has settled satisfactorily to his own mind that his interviewer belongs to neither class he pays his ground rent cheerfully only sighing as he thinks of dispossession but he is master still of thousands of acres in the harlem region nor will he be entirely driven out for years to come the scorn with which the tenement house dweller looks upon his brethren in the shanties is one feature of the situation which fills the disinterested observer with amazement it is regarded as a family disgrace to live in shantytown and every influence is brought to bear to make them renounce the life and herd like the others in the tenement hives which they call homes yet the shanty dweller has a thousand advantages over his more conventional relative but when he has put on the yoke of civilization he generally bids good-bye forever to the health he brought with him the generation of irish born in this country being prone to many diseases consumption especially which is almost unknown to their cabin life at home within a block of the spot where these words were written is the ideal shanty a growth rather than an actual erection the owner of the seven lots which will presently be sold for a hundredfold their original price has left the straggling fence put up in the days when the land was still a pasture he charges ground rent but a moderate one and many a man might envy the tenant who pays it two trees spread their graceful branches over the roof covered with strange specimens of tin and sheet-iron with patches of shingles here and there the windows were evidently once part of some steamboat and sides and front have come together quite of themselves it would seem no two boards having relation to each other the pipe which serves as chimney is of three orders big little and a tile pipe all ingeniously bound together with wires and strengthened with odd bits of tin and iron a hen-house of the same composite order of architecture goats everywhere a dog-house a low stable where the cow stands at ease and a pig-pen far more pretentious than the house make up the establishment the new york millionaire has less space and by no means as much hint of country and tim as he stands in his doorway at evening has the air of a man well pleased with himself and with life but the sound of the steam drill is near and soon this too will give way to the long line of flats like those opposite 
and Tim and his family will descend to the tenement house, where already the brother who first came over demands his presence for the credit of the family. The dweller in Shantytown is a natural politician. Aldermen and city officials have often come from ragpickers, truckmen, and the various orders of labor that make up the population of this district. It is from just this region that some of the present city fathers have come. They had little groceries, such as are still standing, and furnished sugar and tea and tobacco to the neighborhood. One of them had a ballroom, where occasional festivities were held, a ballroom rejoicing in wealth of pink and blue flypaper, wooden benches in long rows against the wooden walls, on which kerosene lamps in iron brackets were screwed there they are still and at night one may hear the sound of fiddle and jingling piano and the thud of feet dancing merrily as if the day held no work sometimes a riot comes and then the police descend and if it comes too often the shanties are cleaned out and the ground made ready for the derrick and drill the shadow which always overhangs shantytown Destruction is as certain as for any village that rears its walls on Vesuvius, less terrible but always in the background, and soon the advancing city will have swallowed all that remains of a life fast passing, and Shantytown will be numbered among the things that were. End of chapter 21